0: So yes, this is one of those things I don't enjoy doing, and that's um, talking about selling something or promoting something. But here I am. Um, I do have a book that I have released in the last few weeks um, that is part Linton devotional, uh, part meditation or memoir on the death of my father, and and a lot about how our Images or ideas about God change over time, and especially after going through a difficult experience. Uh, If any of that sounds like something you might be interested in, check out Unless a Grain of Wheat Falls, A Dying Father, a Changing Son, and a Lenten Journey. Uh, You can find it on Amazon.com. If you happen to be local to me, you can hit me up, and I probably have some paperback copies that I could hand to you as well. So, uh, some apologies for it being so long since I've put a podcast out there, but uh, I've had some other stuff going on, and um, I guess things with the book putting putting that out there. So it's it's been a little while. But getting back to posting some of this, uh, especially some of the mental health uh, related articles. So, the next one is a reading from Medium Post, entitled, I Wonder If Something Important Happened Around Here. This is part of the occasional series about phrases that this therapist finds himself repeating often. It's originally posted on March 12th. As a clinician in private practice, one of the questions that I frequently hear myself asking is this, I wonder if something important happened around here. And while the question sounds as if it is about location, there is more wondering slash wandering behind the question. The question could be about space, place, or time. Let me explain. My definition of trauma is perhaps expanded. One can certainly see trauma in the horrors of war and abuse, but you can also see trauma in many other events that happen to us that are outside of our control. These events can feel chaotic and invasive. Our sense of self can be unseated. Then, on the other side of the event, life is changed. Trauma does happen at a particular time and place. Now, while I am not fond of physical-mental dichotomies, let's first think about physical trauma. Wars happen in a specific place. Abuse happens in specific circumstances. That location could be as specific as a bedroom in a particular house with lighting, sounds, and smells that bring back the sensory experience of that place. As I have had many war veterans tell me, there are certain traffic intersections, stoplights, where one could easily place an IED or remaining hidden due to the nature of the landscape. Our brain's system of protection works to remember places where we have been hurt in order to protect us. So when we encounter a place that has just enough reminders of that other specific place, our brains signal for our body to respond. Our heart races, our muscles tighten, our breathing changes so that we are ready to fight or run. This is not a cognitive process, and that we do not sit there and think to ourselves, hmm, that smell reminds me of what it was like when I was, you know, dot, dot, dot because this this response is about survival the freeze fight flight system is activated our brain is protecting us from a perceived threat granted the intersection through which you are passing does not have an IED hidden behind a nearby car or just down a hill. And although this house reminds you of the trauma, it is not happening again. Yes, our brains are sophisticated, but our perception is geared toward survival. Your perception may trigger that freeze-fight-flight response, even if there is no direct threat at that moment. Yet even though a threat may be perceived in a location, a physical space, there are also threats that happen at a specific time. As strange as it may sound, there are ways that specific times may trigger our stress response, just as if we were in a physical location that reminded us of the earlier trauma. This most often happens around the trauma of loss, especially death. I know that for me, but also for a lot of people with whom I have traveled alongside, there are times of the year that remind you of a specific event. These times may be the anniversary of a loved one's death, but could just as easily be a birthday, a time of year that you left one parent to visit the other, or even the anniversary of a difficult diagnosis that led to a long cycle of treatment. Just as much as a trauma or loss was situated in a particular place, it can also be located to a specific time. When our brain perceives that time drawing near, we react to that trauma again. If you talk with the physicist, they will tell you that time does have a location, just as much as the coordinates of latitude and longitude tell you where you are on a map. So when we get close to that location in time, our bodies and brains take note that there may be danger there. This can happen at a level where we are not thinking about the time of year, but yet we feel that we are in danger again. And this is why some of us tend to have difficulties at particular times of the year. We would do well to sit back and wonder, if something important happened around here. So what do we do? How do we respond once we recognize that we may be reacting to trauma or loss that has happened not only in a particular physical location, but a location in time? We prepare. Once you recognize that coming around at this time of year may be challenging, give yourself some room to prepare. If you knew a strong storm was coming, you would make sure that you had supplies, that you were ready. This does not mean panicking, but it does mean preparation. Next, be easy on yourself. Trauma and loss are injuries. The word injury conjures an idea of the physical, the way that our experience of a physical injury takes time to heal and recover. When we have a strong loss in our lives, this is an injury— to our sense of safety, to our sense of community, to our sense of family. As you cycle around to the anniversary of that loss, treat yourself gently. You may feel some of the pain again. You may find yourself tightening around the place that is still sore. Remember to honor the pain. While there is the temptation to ignore the pain This does not help long-term. The pain is still there. Instead, as with the physical pain, one learns to live with the injury instead of pretending that the injury did not occur. Lastly, know that this is a point in time. Time does move on. While walking through the memory of the loss or trauma While that may be important, there will also be a point at which one may remember that time continues. The memory of a loved one's death is painful, but that day will turn to night. The night will turn to morning. Be ready for what is next, too. So when you notice yourself feeling particularly down or anxious, sad or nervous, Consider asking yourself if something important happened around here. Remember that this question is not only about a place on a map. There are also times at which trauma and loss happened in our lives that are part of our memory and especially of our brain's attempts to protect us. As a note of explanation, I am a clinical social worker, and I work in a fairly rural area with few clinicians. So if you're a licensed mental health professional like me, it is a place where you can still make a good go of it in private practice. But what that also means is that you will work with a wide variety of people, even more so if you are willing to and competent working with children. For me, I see children, adolescents, and adults with a few older adults and couples thrown in too. It can make for a fun and varied day in the office. If you're listening to this recording and it's helpful, I'm glad, but um, please know that listening to something like this, while it may be educational and helpful, is no substitute for seeing a clinician. So I hope that you're able to find somebody in your area that, uh, that you feel a good alliance with and can be helpful to you.